Hallelujah. This is very important. Obedience. You, you, no one can say they have faith in God and don't obey God. Because all the heroes of faith in the Bible, which we will read about, when you read about Abraham, Abraham, it was Abraham's faith that caused him to follow what God said. God said, leave your father's house and go to a place where I'm sending you to. What does it mean? It means by believing in what God said that you should leave your father's house, that was counted to him as faith. What did God say faith was? Faith in God through Abraham or by Abraham was believing what God said and following his instructions. Leave your father's house. He left it. Go to a land where I have told you to go. You don't know where you are going. People will be telling you, are you sure? Have you thought about it? Aren't you making a mistake? You have a family. Do you really think that you need to go on this mission field? Do you really believe that this is the right thing to do? But Abraham said, yes, I believe God told me to do it. And that was faith. Then God told Abraham, sacrifice your son. Sacrifice your son Isaac upon the altar. Sacrifice him. Abraham's obedience to sacrifice his son was proof that he had faith. Now let's continue. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Like I said before, Noah was moved with fear. Noah was warned of God and was moved with fear because he was warned. God said there is going to be a flood. So prepare an ark. Now he being moved with fear, obeyed God to prepare the ark. And God saw it as faith. Now verse 8, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whether or where he went. That is faith. That God has said, Abraham, leave your father's house and your mother's house and go to a place I have told you to go. Where am I going, Lord? Don't worry about that. Just leave your house and go. Then you are telling your relatives, I'm going. Where are you going? I don't see. Uh, no, Abraham, you are making a mistake. Okay. Where are you going? I don't know. People, you have uncles, aunties, relatives, friends advising Abraham. Abraham, you know what? You are making a mistake. What is this? You have a family. You are not a lone person. All these things. But Abraham said, you know what? I believe in God. God has told me this. I'm going to do it. And God saw it as faith. Now verse 9. <clears throat> verse 9 says, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, and the heirs with him of the same promise. So by faith, he didn't say, you know what, it's too much, I'm giving up. I'm, go I'm, I'm, I'm just going. I'm, 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 I'm going back home. This is too much. No. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Verse 10. Then verse 11. <clears throat> by faith, or through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child where she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. So God promised that you are going to have a child, Sarah. But Sarah said, I'm old. I don't even feel like having sex anymore or, or making love. Someone will say, it's, 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 well, I can't say it's, it's the same thing, but it's just a different context. Hallelujah. 
making love, you are married, you're making love. Hallelujah. When, uh, when you are not in marriage, then you are fornicating. So, you are, you are, you are married, you are, you, are, you are making love. So, Sarah said, I don't have that strength to, to do that. So, I don't know whether I can just do it. Also, I, I, I couldn't even have children when I was uh, 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 of, of, of uh, uh, ch childbearing age. I couldn't even have children. I mean, I get what I'm saying. Nevertheless, what, did, what does the Bible say? Sarah, no matter what happened, Sarah said, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I trust God. I believe the Bible. I believe what God said. I'm going to make love to my husband. And therefore, she became a hero of it. Hallelujah. So, and it goes on and on and on and on. Hallelujah. So, faith is very, very important, but we need to prove to God that we have faith by obeying. Number four, <clears throat> not obeying and, and not trusting are one and the same thing. Zephaniah 3, 1 and 2. I'm sure some of us will say, Zephaniah, is that in the Bible? Yes, it is. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. <clears throat> Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Woe to her that is filthy <clears throat> and polluted to the oppressing city. She obeyed not the voice. She received not correction. She trusted not in the Lord. She drew not near to God. Did you get that? She obeyed not the voice. She received not correction. She trusted not in the Lord. She drew not near to her God. So that's very clear. Because she didn't obey God and she did not receive instruction, she also did not trust in the Lord. What do you think? Yeah. That, that, that is clearly it. So you and I must keep walking in obedience. Obedience is faith in action. Obedience is faith in action. Hallelujah. Your life will soon be compared to Abraham's. You and I will have a great ministry, a great life. By faith, you and I will cross every wall, every river, and every blockade. Every blockade, we will, we will pass through it. We will go through. We will go through every mountain, every valley because of our faith. Hallelujah. So you and I must listen to the word. You and I must trust in God because it is God who has to deal with us? What do you think? Amen. So, these are very, very important. So, we've talked about faith is prayer, prayer is faith. Then we've also talked about the fact that faith is obedience and obedience is prayer. So, let's go back and finish what we talked about last week. How many got me so far? It's very important to obey. Anyone who says that they have faith in God and does not obey God, has made a mistake. It is not possible to say that I, oh, I have faith in God and I have not obeyed Him. You cannot say that you, you, you have faith in God and you are not obeying Him. Anyone who truly has faith in God is obeying what God said. Is obeying His word. Is obeying His voice. Amen. Now anyone who has faith will pray. Now last week we talked about again that God interprets your prayers as acts of faith. Then we also talked about the fact that God sees your faith, your prayers as faith. 
And then we finish there. Now, the next thing about prayer and faith is that God accepts your prayers as faith. And this will be found in the story of Jonah. You realize that Jonah, let's turn to, let, let's read it. Jonah chapter 3, verse 3 to 6, and then 9 to 10. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, said yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So Nineveh was so wicked that Jonah didn't want to go and preach there. God said, Jonah, you have to preach and tell Nineveh that they must repent. But because of how evil they were, Jonah said, look, I'm not going to talk, I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to delay, I'm not, I don't even want to go there because I don't want them to be saved. They are so wicked that they shouldn't just have a free pass. Like some of us will say, now this murderer or this person who has killed so many people or, or and raped and destroyed so many people, they are not fit to live. They must go to hell. Yes, they must go to hell just like you and I must go to hell. But we must still preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to prisoners, to people who are in prison, to people who are wicked, because Christ died for all. Hallelujah. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed the fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Then verse 6. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth cloth and sat in ashes. Then verse 9 and 10. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? They said. And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do, that he would do unto them and he did it not. Hallelujah. Now, well, of course, when the Bible says God repented of him, it means just God just decided not to do or cause the calamity that he had decided to happen to Nineveh to happen. Hallelujah. So faith is prayer and prayer is faith. The people of Nineveh prove that prayer is faith and faith is prayer. The account in Jonah shows how how the people of Nineveh were turned to prayer and fasting because they believed the message from God. Think about it. They believed the message from God. And because they believed the message from God, God healed them and God blessed them. Their prayer and fasting was recognized as faith in God. This was a fast that even animals joined in. The greatest to the least in Nineveh went into prayer and fasting because they believed in God. The prayer of the people of Nineveh was the great act of faith God was looking for. What do you think? That is the great act of faith God was looking for. So, faith must be accompanied by prayer. Now, number four, or the final, God recognizes your prayers as great works of faith. 
God recognizes my prayers and your prayers as great works of faith. Now let's turn to John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Let me repeat that again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Because Jesus was going unto the Father in heaven, Jesus said, look, I have done great works. I have raised someone who was dead three days. Three days in the grave, Lazarus. I have raised uh, uh, Jairus' daughter. I have raised the widow uh, of Nain's uh, uh, son from the dead. I have healed lepers. I have done so many things. I have won many souls. Some Christians, conservative Christians say that the works he's talking about are the souls. Why are you talking for Jesus? Why are you interpreting it that way? Jesus knows how to speak for himself. If Jesus wanted it to be that, he would have said, uh, the works of salvation that I did, you would also do those works of salvation and do greater works of salvation by, uh, and, and win many more souls. Jesus knows how to say that. Why are you doing that? Why are you changing the Bible? Conservative Christian. Why are you doing that? Jesus said, the works that I do, and Jesus has also explained what the works are in previous verses, Christian, conservative uh, man and woman. What are the works he said? He said that, look, if, if, if I were not doing the works of miracles, all these works, then you shouldn't believe me. But believe me for the works sake, the miracles, the works I'm doing, the healings, the great miracles, those are the works I'm doing, including the salvation. Hallelujah. So, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, the raising of the dead, the healing of the sick, the fish, uh, uh, tax money from the fish's mouth, the, the salvation of souls, the casting out of devils, those works that I did, you will do also, and greater works shall he do because I go to my Father. Anyone who is the faith person, a person of faith, a person who believes God, a person who trusts God, will take this verse literally and expect to do greater works than Jesus. Now, greater works than Jesus means that there will be more souls won, definitely. There are many more souls being won now than when Jesus was around because Jesus was didn't have uh, crusades uh, uh, the way we do in terms of on television. He had crusades. Some of the crusades were Sermon on the Mount and some of those things. Uh, uh, were kind of crusades. There, there was a crusade in someone's house when they lowered the roof and brought the paralytic down. That was like a crusade he was having. Hallelujah. So he had different crusades, but the kind of magnitude, the way you see bishops uh, 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 crusades with uh, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, you know, salvation, you see that it is on a greater scale. Now, I also and you also can expect to do the greater works also in terms of not only saving souls, 
So it means that God expects the Christian man or woman to save souls. Because he that believeth in me, I didn't see the word pastor. Where is pastor? I don't see pastor here, do you? People on, on Zoom and Facebook, do you see the word pastor? Because some people might have thought that I meant pastor. So it also means that the Christian must also speak to people about salvation and win souls. The works that I do, you will do also in greater works. Because I go unto the Father, you believe in me, and because you believe in me, what I did. Where are the Christians doing the greater works? Where are the miracles? Where are the healings? As for Peter and the apostles, they proved the greater works because Peter's shadow was healing people. Even his shadow, even his shadow, people were being healed. As Peter is walking, and, and people will just put their paralyzed relatives, friends, the demon-possessed people, they just put them on the street because they knew that Peter would be passing by. And when Peter is passing by, his shadow, glory to God, his shadow was healing people. People were being healed through his shadow. Greater works. May you and I do greater works for Jesus. I said, may you and I do greater works for Jesus. Now let's go, because he goes to the Father, because he's glorified and goes to the Father. Verse 13. The greater works. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, you shall ask in my name, or you shall demand in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. That is very important. So, Jesus said that, and in that day, you shall ask me nothing. In that day, you shall ask me nothing. For verily I say unto you, that whose, uh, sorry, for in that day you shall ask me nothing, that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it you. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, he may give it to you. Let me get that verse. Yeah. Uh, John 16, 23 to 24. And then we'll come back to John 14 because that's the key. I have some more meeting you know, at 13 and 14. But let's go to uh, John 16, 23 and 24. And in that day, which day? The day of glorification onwards. This is the day also. That in that day, when Jesus died, rose from the dead, and uh, all the way till now and tomorrow till he comes Christ comes and in that day you don't ask me anything don't pray to me about anything Jesus is saying in that day don't say oh Jesus Christ I'm praying to you no don't ask anything rather whatsoever you shall ask the Father oh Father God that's why we say oh God Father in heaven whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name he will give it to you so God I'm praying to you for my needs. He will give it to you. Don't just say amen. Just make sure you say in Jesus' name. That's what Jesus is saying. Oh, God the Father, my Father in heaven, I love you, I thank you, I bless you. I'm praying that you give me this uh, 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 house. Or I pray that you open a door for me. I pray that you do this for me. I pray that you do that for me. When we pray that and we say in the name of Jesus Christ, God will do it. That's what Jesus is saying. But if we pray, oh God, I need this help, I need that help, please open doors for me. Amen. 
God is not obliged to do anything for you because you didn't use it. In, you didn't use the name of Jesus. There are many Christians who just pray and they, they don't say in Jesus' name. It's just like saying twinkle, twinkle, little star. Amen. Amen. The only prayer that works when you don't say amen is salvation. Apart from that, anything we do would work in the name of Jesus. Hitherto, verse 24, have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Ask and receive. Ask God the Father and you will receive that your joy may be full. Now let's go back to our verse and let me explain something important here. So Jesus is saying that don't ask me for anything in prayer. Ask God the Father, just make sure you use my name and he'll give it to you because your joy, he wants your joy to be full. Now John 14, what we're just reading, John 14 verse 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask or demand in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, oh glory, I'll do it. Now, I don't need to go into that yet because of time, maybe later on. But the word ask in John 14, uh, 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 13, uh, John 14, 13 and 14, is different, we'll go into that later on, just for time. It's different from the word ask, oh, praise the Lord, in uh, 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 John uh, uh, 16, 23. We'll talk about that another time. How many are getting what I'm talking about? So, John chapter 14, whatsoever you shall pray about, whatsoever you shall demand, whatsoever you shall proclaim in my name, I will do it. What am I saying? Peter, and John, the gate called Beautiful. As they were approaching, there was a man begging for arms. He was paralyzed. He was begging, please give me a quarter. Please give me a nickel. Please give me, having help the homeless to help themselves. Help me, help me. And then Peter and John stopped and fixed their eyes on him. And said, silver and gold, I don't have but what I have is what I'm going about. I'm about to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And Jesus made sure it happened. He rose up and walked. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody. That's faith here. I said, that's faith here. I said, that's faith here. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I said, if you shall ask, this is very, very important. Faith. If you ask anything in his name. If you say, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I'm giving to you. Get up and walk. The man will still be staring at you. Nobody's getting up anywhere. Get up and walk. Nobody's getting up anywhere. And don't dare cast out the devil and say in the name of Jesus Christ of whom uh, Bishop preaches. Get up and walk. There are many Christians who can talk like that. In the name of Jesus Christ of whom Paul preaches, get up and walk. The demon can easily turn to Skivas. You might be treated like the sons of Skiva. Now, who are the sons of Skiva? They cast out devils in the name of Jesus Christ of whom Paul preaches. There was a man who was possessed of devils. And they saw how Peter and Paul were casting out devils in Jesus' name with one word, two words. So he thought, 
Let's go and try this. Seven sons. So they went to the demon-possessed man and said, I cast you out, evil spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, of whom Paul preaches. Then the demon turned to him through the man and said, Jesus I know, Peter and Paul I know, but who are you? And this one man with the evil spirit was able to whip these seven guys, seven men versus one man, and whip them. And they went around bruised. Why? Because they didn't have faith and they were using Jesus' name without faith. Now, when you use Jesus' name with faith, he's going to demand it. He's going to make sure it happens. I said, when you pray to Jesus, when you speak to God, you pray to God and you speak in Jesus' name that I demand in Jesus' name, come out, evil spirit. It's going to come out because you have faith. You have faith that what you are saying is going to happen. You have faith that when you speak to this mountain, and you tell the mountain to move to yonder place. You are, you are, you are, you, there's a huge mountain in your, uh, 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 against you. There are huge mountains of circumstances that are coming against you and I. And as they are coming against us, we are perplexed. We know that the mountain, I mean, have you ever seen a human being bigger than a mountain? Maybe in the times of uh, Noah, during the Nephilim time. But now, how many of us are bigger than a mountain? No, none of us. So we see the mountain and it's huge then what we have to do is to remember that God is bigger than a mountain. And you and I have to say, Mountain, in the name of Jesus Christ, I move you to yonder place. Move out of here and never come back to my place again in the name of Jesus Christ. He's going to obey. Why do I say? Because Jesus said it. If Jesus said, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, and he used the same whosoever in John 3, 16. Then if Jesus said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be that removed and be that cast into the sea. And he said, whosoever shall, uh, 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 whosoever believes that Jesus died, uh, uh, whosoever believes in Jesus will not be uh, uh, ashamed. Then what do I say? If Jesus said, Whoso, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him, should not perish but have everlasting life. That same whosoever is the same whosoever in John uh, Mark eleven twenty three. For whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. You are not doubting in your heart. I said you are not doubting in your heart. Now, if you are having faith and you are not doubting, but you believe that because the Bible says it, that settles it. You are a person of faith and you are going to get what you asked for. I said you are going to get it. Ladies and gentlemen, faith is the key. I said faith is the key. God is expecting faith from us. You see, I believe that Jesus is in heaven saying, oh, I want to do it for them. I want to do it for them because, why? Go to verse 13 again. There's a key part here. It's not because of you and I, per se. Why is he going to do it? John 14, 13 says, and whatsoever you shall ask or demand in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So God wants Jesus to be glorified. You see, God wants to be glorified through Jesus. So Jesus is saying, come on, I want an opportunity to glorify the Father. I want an opportunity. Where, where, where are the people who are going to have faith so I can perform great miracles? Because when miracles occur, we all see it. When a great miracle occurs, what do people do? They kneel down and they start to raise their hands towards heaven. And they start to thank God. People of different religions turn to Christ. 
and say, I believe in Mashiach, Yeshua, I believe in Jesus Christ. He is God's son. I have faith in him because he healed me. No one could heal me. Nobody could heal me. Nobody could do anything to help me. But Jesus has healed me. And because Jesus has healed me, I glorify God. Who healed you? Jesus healed me. That's what Jesus wants to do. But he just needs people to act in faith. He just needs people to act in faith and to pray. I said he just needs people to walk in faith because when we walk in faith, then God will say that, yes, I can use this person. I can do something about it. I will do it. Jesus said, I will do it. I said, I will do it. God is expecting greater works from us. Jesus told us we would do greater works. How was he expecting us to do those greater works? Through prayer. I see somebody praying. I said, I see somebody praying. I said, I see somebody praying in faith. So let's develop our faith. Amen? Because when you develop your faith, you'll be developing your ability to obey. When you are developing your faith, you are developing your ability to pray. So you and I develop our ability to obey God and ability to pray as we develop our faith. Am I saying something to somebody? So, I feel discouraged, but I'm praying. Now think about it. If God, you've asked God for something and it didn't happen, and you are still asking God knowing that he's going to do it, it pleases him. There are times the faith I've had. The kind of faith I've had in praying for certain people. The kind of faith and the death that occurred nevertheless. Or they didn't get what we were looking for. Or the doctor said A. And I have trusted God and I've told the person that, look, it is, not, it is, it is impossible that you not get what you are looking for. And they got, no, sorry. It is, it is impossible that you get what the doctors are saying. And I've watched how the doctors were right and the, that, that didn't work. I could, many people, or I could have just said, this thing doesn't work. Or maybe God would let it work depending on what he wants. I have prayed to someone. There was, a, there was a lady who had her liver was rejecting her and had so many complications. I prayed the prayer of faith with her. But my mistake, this was so long ago, I cannot make such a mistake again. I, 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 I didn't, I said, Are you saved? She said, Yes, but I didn't dig into it to make sure. And I prayed and I said, Look, you are covered. Oh, Pastor, I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. The God I serve will do it. Come on, don't be afraid. Ah, what are you talking? Don't be afraid. And she died a few days after. I said, What God? Is this a joke? Ever since then, there was a lady I was praying for who had a, a cancer, and she was on her deathbed. After praying the prayer of faith, I asked her if you have any for person you have not forgiven. This was a solid Christian, but I I I just went through the motions. Ask her to make sure, I made sure she was ready to meet her God. And then I prayed the prayer of faith. The person also died. But that never deterred me. 
When I'm praying for somebody after that, I'm praying in so much faith. Hey, glory to God. I'm praying as if I got 100% results because so far as I'm concerned, I have 100% results. Whether the person died or not, I still have 100% results. God answered prayers, answers prayers all the time. Jesus is the healer. He's always the healer 100% of the time. It's as if it never happened. I'm only telling you as a story, but so far as I'm concerned, those things don't exist. And it is because of that that people have had all sorts of diseases. Tumors disappear also because I said to myself that I believe the word. Whatever happened has nothing to do with me. If Jesus said it, that settles it. Maybe it was my problem. Maybe I, what, maybe I, I would just say it was my problem, but going forward, as for God's end, it always works. If God's end always works, I'm still going to have faith. That's why people with tumors, the tumors have disappeared. People with different, people with cancers who God has healed, so many diseases, so many problems, so many things. People have received, not just healing, people have received different breakthrough. People have also trusted God and we've prayed and God has met their needs. Because so far as I'm concerned, God's word works. If Jesus said, ask, demand, pray about it in my name, and I would make sure it's done. So far as I'm concerned, that's exactly what it is. Jesus said it. It's supposed to be done. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. You and I must have a certain faith, a certain tenacity, a certain boldness. The righteous are as bold as a lion. No, if you don't think, how many, why do you think I've tried to raise the dead three, was it three times or four times? The people are dead, claiming they're dead. Dead. I, might, I go to the hospital. If I know, if I know someone is dead, I'll know that there's going to be prayer for you to, for death, death, you to be raised. I mean, you're not going to just go like that. I went, I tried to raise the dead three times. It's not only Bishop who has attempted that. But you see, Bishop, someone raised in the crusade. Because you see, you have to have faith. I said, uh, I mean, men, were they all children? No, they were not all children. I, I went to the hospital room. In the name of Jesus Christ, come back. Come back. I call X, come back to your body. Come back. I prayed. One was the, the nurse was there. I'm sure they were saying this guy is crazy. When I left, I'm sure they would have thought I was crazy because it didn't work. The person still stayed dead. I went to another hospital room after. And I said in Jesus' name, arise. Nothing. Then someone I went to someone's house. The, the, the person, the, the woman was dead in the house before the people came. I said in Jesus' name, come back to your body. All those times, even though one happened, it didn't work. The second time it was happening, I had so much confidence. No problem. Third time, show so much confidence. Why not? At least I can go to a, a hospital room with someone with tubes all over, nurses bowing their heads, supposed to be dead, cancer, metastasis spread, and pray in Jesus' name and the person gets up eventually. It's through those things that you get that. Faith! Jesus! Very, verily I say unto you, I'm about to close. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So we must continue to believe God for the greater works. 
it doesn't matter what has happened. The past, living the things that are, are past, as soon as it's past, that's it. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. When I go for a crusade and I pray for someone to be healed, or there's a miracle service and I pray in Jesus' name, there was a time I went to a particular, I'll just tell you this before we close. I went to a state, to a convention, and I prayed for the sick. But not knowing that that particular place, the people wanted to verify at home. So after that, I said, who was healed? Nobody was raising their hands. I said, no way. God's power, there's, there's no way nobody was healed. People were healed. I said, no problem. The next day, people started to testify of yesterday because they wanted to go home to verify. They started to testify. I was healed of this. It was it, the long before, before service started. Testimonies. Why? Because so far as I'm concerned, the word of God works. Now, maybe not everyone is healed. That one we know that. Why? I don't know. Why is it that everybody is not healed? I don't know. But I know that one day, by the grace of God, every single person will be healed like Peter's miracle could say. Amen. Why? Because when you pray in faith, when you ask in faith, when you demand in faith, through this beautiful word, it is settled. In Jesus' name. Faith is prayer. Prayer is faith. Faith is obedience. Obedience is faith. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Father God, we want to thank you for your word today. We want to thank you for faith. Thank you for the opportunity to be people of prayer. People who would pray to you and exercise our faith in you by praying to you. Thank you, oh God, that you and I, we are able to, to, to obey your word to prove our faith. Father God, we pray for the grace to be people of prayer, the grace to be people of obedience, who would obey your word, who will follow your word, who, who, who will be doers of your word and not hearers only, because we believe your word, we believe it, and we expect, oh God, to do the greater works. We expect that, oh God, we will be people of prayer so that we will pray to you, oh God the Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we know that you will do and give us everything we ask. And we also thank you, O oh God, that we will be people who will ask, who will pray, who will demand in your precious Son's name, Jesus Christ. And we know that he will do it. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus Christ, I want you to experience the greatest miracle greater than the reason of the dead. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm about to give you the opportunity to experience the greatest miracle, which is the salvation of the soul. That is the most precious and the greatest miracle. When God would take the old nature of stone and remove it by the Holy Spirit and give us a new nature, a new heart, in Christ Jesus. Where God will take away your old nature. The Bible says if any man or woman is in Jesus Christ, they are a new creature. Old things, old sins, old problems have gone away. And behold, all things have become new. If you want Jesus Christ to be your, your Lord, because you know that you are far away from him. You know that if you die today, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell. But you want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Then let's repeat after me. Heavenly Father, 
I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Forgive me. For all my sins. Cleanse me. From all unrighteousness. From today. I belong to Jesus Christ. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, we thank you for how good you've been to us. Thank you for salvation. Strengthen those who have surrendered to Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that you keep them in you and preserve them in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all on Facebook Live. God bless you. Shalom. Welcome, Pastor.